Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at target.com slash circle card. Hi guys. By the way, this Hi. is a very this is a meaningful moment. You ready? Yes. Drum drum roll, Daniel. Okay. This is my last episode of the podcast in <gasps> Los Angeles. Oh, oh my goodness. My goodness. I have done other than my trip to England, as you listeners may recall, I have done every since quarantine began, every single episode in this very room. Wow. It's gonna and be different. I'm, and now I'm East Coast bound. I promise you I will still bring the magic. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. Donald, how do you feel about this? I sure am going to miss you. I know. I'm going to miss oh. you, too. Donald and I went out uh, and saw Black Widow at Man's Chinese <gasps> Theater. Mm. We were in the theater. Yeah, we had wow. not. Inside. Neither one of us obviously been in a theater. We wore our masks because we ain't trying to get that Delta. Ain't nobody trying <laughs> to get that Delta. <laughs> that. That Delta for real, for yeah, real. Yeah, that, that Delta, Delta doesn't. And then, so then we saw the movie, which of course was amazing. And then we were going to go. It was also the opening night of the Hotel Cafe, which was where all our friends play music in a great oh. music venue. If you ever visit Los Angeles, nice. And uh, so we decided that we would walk from Man's Chinese to Coango, which oh boy, which a, which is which is a wrong choice. In this heat, for sure. No, at no, night, no, 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 not just in the this sketch heat. factor. The sketch not factor. Not in this heat. Oh. Listen, I'm from New York City, born and raised. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen, Times Square. I'm used to tourists. I'm used to the element that it brings to that area. That Brent, you know, I'm used to it. 
I'm going to say something right now. Go ahead. I went into full bodyguard mode. I went like into Donald straight was up like if Casey if Casey mode. was a uh, was a, a, a politician and Donald was like her secret service agent. <laughs> Dude, and my wife wore Chanel that night. She was like she she had on the stuff. She looked and I was good. Like, she was looking good. You know what good. she looked like? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, no, it was right. a bit of a sketchy walk. I. It's funny. I've lived here 20 years. I've, I've never walked down Hollywood Boulevard. I've gone what? to... Listen. I've walked I've gone down Hollywood to, Boulevard several times in my I life. Have, no, I've gone to the theaters that are on Hollywood Boulevard. I've done the Jimmy Kimmel show that's on Hollywood Boulevard. I have never walked down Hollywood Boulevard on a Saturday night at, at, at prime summertime. It's intense. It's live. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was it is live. <laughs> that's the way to that's the way to put it. It was like it sincerely it reminded me of New York back in the day when I was a kid in the summertime, you know, Friday, Saturday night, Times Square. I was like, wow, this shit is not only is it popping right now, but there's an element of danger in the air. And yeah. I like the smell oh. of it. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it was like, it was just like. Like there was a guy on so, so many... much. There was a guy on whatever drug he was on, like splayed out on the sidewalk. So you have to go mm-hmm. around him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, cause he's on his ride. And, uh, <laughs> and as we're going around, he hears us say something. He's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He goes, shut the fuck up. Okay. And we were like, okay. you don't know what and you're was, talking about. Right. And I was like, Donald, do not kill him. No, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. That's the dude that you stay away from. Right. You. It was you like throw zombie a kick, land. You throw a kick at that dude, he bites you. <laughs> ah, <laughs> bites your foot. In the it air. was a little like Zombie Land. Yeah, very much. Anyway, that anyway. was a very interesting, very interesting stroll. We had that night. Yes. But then the. We but went Donald, you love the movie. Well, more importantly, you love the movie as a Marvel fan. I did love the movie there as a go. Marvel That's fan. I mean, it's so out. Everybody, good. everybody can see it. Joelle, did you like it? I loved it. It's so funny. Like, I did not expect it to be funny at all, and it super is. Uh, I was worried about going back in time. You know, sometimes that can get a little sketchy. But I thought they pulled it off beautifully and added elements to like future screenings of different movies. It's a good, it's a good ride. I just, you know, it's funny. I don't watch these movies, as you know. Uh, I just cannot believe how incredible the visual effects. Donald, do you remember? I got it when they when they got to the visual effects artist, which was in the crawl. I just start. I started. I got the audience going with a round of applause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. It right. Really it started good. with. I like. I, I spread it all through Man's Chinese Theater because. I have to say again, as someone who hasn't seen all of these movies, the uh, I thought the visual effects were unbelievable. There is not a single thing that looked fake or green screen, and 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 there's just giant sequences of them falling from the sky and doing insane shit that obviously is on green screen, and it looked flawless. It was so good that Zach got a very special episode of Boy Meets World slow clap going. In the movie theater, that's <laughs> how good mean? it was. I'm talking about when 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 the visual start, effects artist came. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. When the visual effects artist came up, you got a nice special episode tonight on a very special episode of Boy Meets World. <laughs> you got one of the slow claps at the end of the mm. episode. Yeah. You got one of those going yes, to where I people did. were at the end applauding and cheering for. The the visual effects, effects artists. Yes. They deserved it. They deserved it. They it was did. really, really good. Job. And we got Kevin Feige was at the our, our uh, screening, and he introduced the movie. That was really cool. That was cool. It okay. took everything in my power not to be like, I'm Donald Faison! Yeah. I'm a huge fan! Yeah, Donald was going to bum rush him and ask for a role. 
<laughs> it took everything in my power not to. I was joking, and he's like, and 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 then so sit back and enjoy Black Widow. Now, if by the way, if there's any 47 year old African American <laughs> actors in the audience, please see me at the back. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if you right. would have said that, oh, let's get into it, guys. We got a very, very, very wacky, very wacky, funny episode. Donald Countison. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch show with Zach and Donald. I feel like I'm on drugs in this episode. I am so hyped up. I feel like this whole show is on drugs now. <laughs> I was laughing with I was with Bill this weekend, and we were just I was telling him how funny it is to watch the show and how the tone of season five is so wacky. And I was telling him we were talking about the ostriches, and we were just cracking up at how he's like he'll come on and talk about it. But he's like I don't know I got a little bored, I got a little bored, got a little wacky. Mm-hmm. I told you, man, that's what I felt like at the beginning of the season. I feel like everybody I don't feel like everybody was bored, but I feel like it's not as fresh and new anymore. And now, you know, after three years in the NBA, you're a veteran. You're considered a vet. And we were, this is now five years on NBC, primetime comedy Thursday nights following, we were following, I'm not sure if it's Friends now or if we're following Joey, but we're like, we're like, yeah, remember that? We're like the freaking, we're a part of the Thursday night lineup. We're right. officially, and we're, and we're pushing up on a hundred episodes also. Yeah. It's the hundreds. The next one uh, it, uh, is one, the next one or, or this one. It's the next one. My way home. My, the hundredth uh, trivia for you. Trivia lovers is, mm. is the uh, wizard of Oz episode, which I directed, which is, I think one of the best episodes, not just because I directed it. Um, and that's next, which I believe is the hundredth. Yes. And so that being said, it's like, that's a lot of episodes, man. That's yeah, a lot of, that's episodes. a lot. You know what I mean? We, we all strive to do this as actors to get on a television show. If you're an, if you're a television actor, you want to get on a show that does a hundred episodes. That means you worked a lot. That means you made a lot of money. That means you did a lot of really good things. Like you feel really proud of the things you Something did. Something was working. Right. So now we've reached that hump. We're pulling up on that hump. The motivation has to be from some has to come from somewhere else because we're not freaking we're not as hungry as we used to be for sure at this point. But I look like I mean we look like we're having fun. I mean I'm I'm sure. All all I'm saying is that I'm so. If you watch me in this episode, I I don't know what's going on in my. I'm on I'm on level ten every single scene. Now Mm -hmm. I know part of the plot is that I'm I'm so happy because I feel like I'm Cox's peer and I'm trying to out Cox Cox and be Mister Confident, but I'm just. I think I'm particularly fucking hyped up and wacky in this episode. That's what's up. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think the whole show is, but I, okay. So let's start from the beginning. You're on a mini scooter, right? Yes. Yes. Sasha's in the shop. What's Sasha in the <laughs> shop for? What is Sasha in the shop for? I forgot what happened to Sasha, but she's down for the count. She's now this down. was a time, if you guys recall, whatever year this was, two thousand uh, what was six, it? I believe two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when all these little electric things came out, little scooters and little go karts and little everything, and we that had you them ride on, and we yeah. had them all. We had them everywhere at the hospital, 
and we would like ride them around. It was so fun. We would lie, we would ride them around the as we yeah. told you, our 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 dressing rooms in the production office were all on the third floor of the hospital. So we'd fly around the fucking whole third floor of the hospital on them. And uh and I'm sure that's where Bill got the idea to put this tiny little thing in the show. We were literally like hamsters in a cage, man. And that was our yes. tra- and that was our track. You know that's what I mean? That's a good analogy. That's a good analogy. That was our that was our spinning wheel. And yeah. and and uh, yeah, we had nothing to fucking do. There was so much downtime. Donald played a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto. Right? A lot of GTA Miami. Mm. That was with Miami. The Miami one was out. Right on, right Fini- on. Finish that. Yeah. <laughs> Donald was down to get that. Donald could get lost in a video game like so many can. I probably should have. I did play some Hitman, but then I was just like, I was just like, I was like, like he said, a hamster on a fucking wheel. So we would just find wacky shit to do, like ri- like have scooter races around in the hospital. Yeah. yeah, so that tiny motorcycle got worked in. I thought that was funny. I ride it through the, the bushes with a yeah. classic, <laughs> and then I'm carrying it through the hospital. That's how small it is. Right, but I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. Because he has a mini bike, the ladies love him? He's feeling himself because he thinks that But that, that wasn't ride- a fantasy. No, but he he thinks that that ride is a lot hotter than it is. He thinks it's a turn on. He's like sitting on the counter. The ladies are all gathered around him, the nurses, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, I don't know what I say, but something bragging about the 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 hog." Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, weren't we just at a point where JD was lonely and? I think he is still lonely. He's just uh, he could have had any one of those nurses at that point. According well, to I don't his... know if he could have them. They're just they're just they're just. They're like listening to his tales of wiping out on his mini scooter. <laughs> By the way, I like the shot Victor Nelly directed this of going through the going through the ceiling and the floor and showing the rat inside. Right on. That was cool. Victor um, Nelly did that, huh? Yeah, this is Victor Nelly and Kevin Beagle wrote, Who wrote it. it. Kevin Kev- Beagle. Kevin Beagle. Um, now let's talk about the Todd. You can see his shaft bouncing. What? When the Todd. Wait. Finds the janitor in on the in the in the stolen therapeutic yes. bath on the yes. roof. Okay, yes. so Todd comes in to find the janitor has put a no banana hammock sign on the bath. Right, and as Todd comes in, you can see his shaft as he walks, sort of bounce against his <laughs> banana hammock, and then the sun hits it and it sort of glimmers. What? I went back and watched again. It it it, it bounces. <laughs> it, it, it like an elephant's trunk. It bounces. Oh my gosh! I'm just Sweet. telling you. I just couldn't believe that this was on NBC because it's very, very revealing. Speaking of very revealing moments, I'm playing a lot of tennis now. What does that have to do with Same. anything? Go ahead. I've gotten back into it. No banana hammocks on a tennis court, though. Yeah, don't rock a banana <laughs> hammock on a tennis court. You got to get into pickleball. I played like twice, and I love it. What is pickleball, dude? I don't understand it. Um, it's like small tennis, basically, but you play with a wiffle ball and you play with paddles instead of a racket. And you'd be so amazing at it because it's kind of like ping pong meets tennis. You can put so much spin on the ball and and you play doubles because that's – well, you don't have to, but most people play doubles. And it's kind of like you're standing on the ping pong table, you know, obviously, but a bigger scale. And it's really fast. It's all about volleying. And it's fun. You'd love it. I play with Bill and he's obviously really, really good. You got spending a lot of time together, huh? Well, I love him, and I'm leaving, hmm. and I, I love you, and that's why I spent time with you because I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get in all my all my savor. How long my, are you going to be gone for? Um, 
a long time. I'm gonna be go- I'm going to Atlanta briefly to do a, a part in a movie with Berlanti. Uh, Berlanti's producing, and uh, the actor is Cole Sprouse. Nice. Who's oh, wow. a, 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 a popular, um, a nice-seeming actor. I've never met him before. I'm going to meet him on Wednesday. And That's, then I'm going... Uh, you guys have Phil Lewis in common. Yes, we'll talk about Hooch, <laughs> Phil Lewis. Um, and, then, um, and then I'm going to New York to prep um, you know, my film and then eventually shoot my film. So I'm going to be there till probably December. So the rest of the year. Yeah, pretty much. So I just want you to savor. I need you to savor. I'm trying to savor, but you're spending all your time with Bill Lawrence. Well... Don't be jealous. I went to the movies with you. We had our sketchy walk down we, Hollywood Boulevard we, we together. We sat in the dark. Okay, we sat in the dark, and then we walked down. You Hollywood didn't. Boulevard. You didn't offer me one sour pitch patch kit. I thought you were on a diet. You got a six pack. You got six pack abs. Right. I didn't want one. I just wanted to be offered one. Oh, next time. Okay. So so Todd's balls are bouncing. It's not his balls. You can see that the shaft is just gently lifting as 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 he's walking. I noticed that. You'll all want to go back and watch. And he's and he says to the janitor, "Can I?" He's like, "Can I get in?" And he says, "If you get in here, I'm going to hang you by that banana hammock." Yeah, atomic wedgie. Right off this side of this roof. Yes, and then the janitor uses a mirror to blind me so that I crash the scooter. Right. And um. Yes, I'm bragging to the nurses, and I say I'm a lifetime member of the Danger Club. And um, they're impressed. And then I throw away my scooter. And then um, then we do this sequence of uh, where we talk about pain tolerance. And uh, right. Beard Fasse is pulling a hook out of a S&M guy's face. Yes. <laughs> what does he do at this hospital? I don't know. I, I thought we settled on him being uh, either a pharmacist or a um, – there was talk that he's an anesthesiologist maybe. But, but why would an anesthesiologist be pulling a hook? I, I, I think it's safe to face. say. I think if you ask Bill, we don't need to ask Bill because I can tell you Bill would say there is – I have no idea what, what he does. Okay. But the point is is that he's just a generic doctor at the hospital. Um, we know that he does like to spend his downtime in the pharmacy. Because he right. is often in the pharmacy. <laughs> He's often <laughs> in the pharmacy, yes. And, um, and, uh, but no, in this episode, he is removing a hook from a, I, I guess, a, 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 what do you call that, Joelle? What do you call that? Someone who is in leathers and likes needles in their face. Uh, they're a member of the BDSM community. Yes, he's a member <laughs> of the B- BDSM stand for? Bondage, Bondage and Submission. Bondage and Submission. BDSM. And he's into BDSM, and, uh, but he's gone too far, obviously, because he's in the hospital with a hook in his face. And as Beard Fosse is trying to remove it, well, he's well, screaming in agony. Well, <laughs> no, well. actually, he's screaming in, in pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, what does he say? He's like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, oh. I forget what he says at the end of it, but it's definitely <laughs> that of... <laughs> yes, we don't, we, we don't really learn if he's... Completing his what he began at home or not, but we can assume he might be. Um, and then we see Todd's atomic wedding. No, wait, no, hilarious. we don't. We go to the face chart and the yeah. guy with the face first. The patient that, matches the face chart yeah, perfectly. That is funny. Which I laughed out loud at. Yeah, that was funny. And then Todd jumps, and then Todd, we see the atomic wedgie, yeah, which is which way is too big. First of all, it's way too big. I know. Why is this how underwear? Big, how how, first of all, not just his underwear, how wide does the janitor's reach have to be to be able to to be able to have a wedgie that wide hanging? All I know is that the, the like, wedgie. It's literally, 
it's literally his whole body plus some. So the janitor's reach has to be that of a crane, pretty much. I don't know, but all I know is that the underwear itself would be like <laughs> would be like no, no, it would be enormous. It would be like the biggest fucking pair of underwear ever. But I laughed out loud. It was so fucking funny. And then he hits the glass. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I and for some reason I remember this episode. Maybe it's because of the Indiana Jones pot, but I remember this episode and I remember Todd laughing while like screaming, but actually laughing. He loved while, it. While he loved it. it. Anytime he was naked, he was giggling. He thought it was so funny. Rob. I think he's a bit of an exhibitionist, uh, Rob, because uh by the way, that E thing we did aired and I didn't hear anybody talk about it. I don't know if anyone saw it. I didn't I didn't see I didn't, it either. Oh, I had no idea. Did you guys know that you're in it? That's crazy. I well, you have, have cameos, Joelle. You have a well. I, I don't know if you see Daniel in the booth, but Joelle, you, you have You have a cameo. <laughs> That's very. I'll tell my mother. She'd be so excited. Yes, <laughs> tell your mom. I think your mom slid into my DMs. Stop uh -oh, it! No, shit. did she? Is she on Insta? Like she is on Instagram. She does. She does comment sometimes. Oh Lord! Well, I want you to know that it went down in the DMs. No! <laughs> oh boy! Oh, God. No, it was very sweet. I, I think it was something like, "Thank you for being so wonderful to my daughter." That sounds like her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she mm -hmm. was very sweet. I'm gonna have to talk to her about it. <laughs> I don't know if it was her or someone pretending to be her. Um, but I'm gonna was, ask you. I'm gonna text her right now. She's on. I was. Vacation. I was scrolling. Um, <laughs> now. So wait. JD yeah. gets his ass kicked by a kid. His neighbor, his Elliot's six neighbor? neighbor, a six-year-old kid beats JD. Oh ass. yes, yeah, yeah. One time only. He's yeah, not going to do it, it again. Happened, obviously. When the last time that he fucked up the scooter, he beat me up. Yeah, right. It's his scooter. Now, now this whole rant. I'm trying to be cocked in the ICU, right? I'm like, is, is this say... your second one or your third one that you've had? Like this also. So I don't know. Because it feels like you have a lot of long monologues. The, yeah, there's a lot season. of monologues like bossing around my interns and telling them what to do. I'm trying to, I'm so wannabe Cox. But right. um, I, this, once again, I fall flat on my face. It's, you know, this episode's about him teaching me a big lesson um, uh, about not to give up on a patient um, before they're ready to give up themselves. Now, Gary Busey, Sarah, Sarah, uh, Elliot gets mistaken for Gary Busey. And there's a really random Gary Busey cameo. And Gary Busey exits the nurse's station and you say, bye, Elliot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I, this is another thing. This is where I'm like, I don't get this. Like, this is like, this is part of the show, but it's. <laughs> Hell yeah, if you're a stoner, even a stoner would be like, I don't understand this, man. What What's didn't you understand? What the fuck is Gary Busey doing hanging out in the hospital, dude? And it's not a freaking <laughs> and it's not a freaking fantasy, man. In the world of Scrubs, um, Gary Busey's a doctor. <laughs> no, a guy who looks a lot like Gary Busey is no, a doctor. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody. That's I not think again. I think Bill was like, "How funny would it be?" First of all, I wonder if Sarah was offended by being told she looked like Gary. Looks Busey. like Gary Busey, right? Mm. Um, because no offense to Gary Busey, it's not really a compliment a woman would want to hear, I don't think. Joelle? No. Yeah. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was random. I think he comes back again. It, on, his, on? on on his, uh, I saw on Scrubs Wiki, on his name tag, uh, his picture is Sarah. <laughs> no, so no, the people no in the shit. name tag, in the people in the name tag office also were confused. Yeah. So. As somebody who smokes 
jazz cabbage every yeah. now and then. This did not make sense to me. This all of a sudden, like this this episode, as as much as I laughed at this episode, this episode seems like, you know, and it has some really grounding moments between JD and Cox, but everything around it, other than that, is like, what the heck? Like everything, Dr. Acula. Wait, wait, you're rushing through some okay, really sorry, good sorry, stuff. Sorry, all right, sorry, we're going to take a break sorry. and we'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term Apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers with unlimited same-day delivery. Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Yes, it is a very stonery episode. If you like jazz cabbage, this is a good one for you. This is crazy. Dude, I go up somebody's butt and find a golden colon hmm. as Indiana yes. Jones. Now, you must have loved this because you, this was, first of all, a, a very funny big fantasy. Uh, they clearly built the inside of a colon as a set. And you love Indiana Jones. So, was this a big moment for you? I tried to do my best Indiana Jones walk. 
I tried to do everything that I could to uh, pay homage to one of my favorite characters in cinema history. Well, I think you did a, a really great job. Now, Thank you. It, you, you, you. There's some clear references to Indiana Jones, right? Instead of you go colon, why did it have to be the colon? Right. Instead of snakes, why did it have to be snakes? Right. And then they did a good job with those arrows. That looked good. Yep. Special effects department. Yeah, that was all effects. But I mean, for for it looks good. And then you replace the tumor with a bag of what is, what is it? Sand. Sand. Is that what it is in the movie? It is in the movie. It's a bag yeah. of sand. And he yeah. tries to weigh the sand to match the amulet. Yes. Not the amulet, the idol. And then you come out and the the nurses have arrows in them and you say something like... They knew that? the risk. Something like is, they knew the risk. Is that in Indiana Jones too? No, that's not. Oh, okay. Joelle, are you a big Indiana Jones fan like Donald? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, all the, the all three right. that exist. Okay, can I, can, <laughs> I be, can, I, can I ask you a question? Are you, are you yeah. saying that the fourth one doesn't count? What fourth one? Oh, there we are. It. Very good. That's very how good. some people feel about this is, this, this is what I was going <laughs> to ask you because, and, and you're right about that too. A lot of people pretend that the, se- the, the ninth season of Scrubs doesn't exist. Mm. Are you excited for Indiana Jones, the next one? Am I excited for the next one? Yes, Joel. Uh, well, we'll see how I'm going to see it. You know, obviously all the franchise properties. Am I excited for it? No, I mean, I'll have like a countdown going and I'm not right. checking for new trailers, but I'll watch it's it. It's like, I imagine when Charles Bronson was getting old as fuck, people were like, yeah, I just don't know if I could go see this movie anymore. You know what I mean? Not That's that Harrison either. Ford is old as fuck, but like he's getting up there in age now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I can buy him freaking beating the crap out of 25 year old Nazi men. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Yeah. And they haven't aged up the storyline at all either. Like, a a 45 year old, like, anthropologist is doing much different things than a 70 year old anthropologist. Like, if you're in the field, what does that look like? And how does it change? And are you, you know, he's a teacher. Like, there's so many opportunities, I think, for different storylines that make sense that keep that classic cinema style that sort of made right. the original three so successful. So Is Spielberg him going, directing it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who's directing it, actually. Let me check it out. But him going to war against a bunch of freaking people and fisticuffs and all of that shit, it just, I can't buy that shit. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I love the movies. I, you know, I, I love the, the, the suspended reality of movies and everything mm-hmm. like that but that's some bullshit dude come on man oh well like, you know what james mangold who wrote oh, logan mangold. is doing it uh Ooh, and i love okay. logan and he did an older logan so maybe yeah but logan's also a superhero you know what i mean yes. like that's the one thing that you could the dude has super strength and healing but if you removed all the superhero elements from that movie it would still be bomb It'd still be so good. Well, he'd be dead in the first five minutes of the movie, too, if he removed all his <laughs> If he survived the shooting, it would still be, it would be awesome. a um, So JD doesn't know that Arnold Palmer is a golfer. That was really funny, I think. That was weird to me. Why? That was also weird Why are you to hating me? on this episode? Because it just was out of control, man. I'm sorry. I'm not hating on it. I just thought this episode was out of Do you like control. the television show Scrubs? <laughs> I love the show Scrubs. I love the music. I love I love, I love, love the actors. I love the characters. All right, well, I thought it was very funny when I say he – I'm talking to him about the, the Arnold Palmer drink, and then he says, Arnold Palmer is a golfer. And I go, I'm sure he has a lot of hobbies. Perry, the man's a drink mogul. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, this part of the show I did laugh at. 
and was like, this is this is the most scrubs out of everything. Everybody's around outside in the parking lot. And Kelso goes, hold on, wait a minute. Take a look around. Bleacher, ladder, bucket of combs. She's trying to take the picture. Run! And everybody runs. That everybody shit runs. cracked me up And they, so everyone hard. had been lured uh, out to the parking lot being promised different things. Yes. And uh, and and Todd had thought there was a booby touching booth. <laughs> By the way, we skipped it, but the 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 pictures of the of the other years where where Carla has tried to to, to get everyone together were so funny. It, Todd's in everyone in a banana hammock, and like the first year there's like three people, second year there's like two people, and then the last one is just him and Carla. Yeah. The crew photo that is taken both at this point the janitor ruins with his mirror. And the one at the end is all our crew. That's our actual Aww. crew. Um, nice. And that's not everybody. You get a sense of how many people worked on the show. That's that's not even everybody, but that's as many people as were available that day to come be in the picture. Um, and at the end, you'll notice that Bill is in it twice. So he, I'm sure on purpose, <laughs> knowing him. So there's a close-up, um, and you see Bill in he's the background. Next, right. And then it pops wide to show everyone, and, that, and, and now he's lying, he's lying in front. Yeah. Um, like Waldo. Where's look for Bill? But um oh, you know what? I want to say something also, buddy, because I, I have been shitting on this episode, but I also wrote in my notes, you know, ZB's on fire this year. Oh, well, there we go, finally. You have some you you literally are on fire this year. You have a rhythm going, you're very uh you're very funny and you're very charming. The thing that we didn't talk about is the bucket uh that sorry, the nurse's basket. And JD taking a bite out of everything. Yeah, that was very, 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 very funny. Yeah, and, I, and right after that, right after the last one happened, where you, I guess it's the fruit. Yeah, a bite of I, all the fruit. Yeah, yeah, and you're like whatever type of yeah. fruit that was that you just ate. I wrote ZB is on fire this year. Oh. You were. Is this the first year you got nominated? I don't know about that, but I, I definitely. I feel that I'm extra silly this year. I look like I'm really happy to be there. I, I, not that I ever wasn't. I just mean like, I don't know. Some seasons, I, I agree with you. I had, I just see an extra pep in my step, for better or for worse. Maybe sometimes it was too much, but I just look like I'm all fucking right. stoked to be there. And I'm, I know I improv like a crazy person on this episode. A lot of this wacky shit, I, Bill and I and you were all just making up at the time. Now, so this was, I don't think anyone ever thought Dr. Acula was going to become so popular. This was the very first mention of vampire doctors. And someone says vampire doctors. And I go, how did he know about my screenplay? <laughs> and, um, and then I, the fans, as we all know now, thought that was so funny. And to this day, it's one of the most referenced things that ever comes up in my life regarding Scrubs. People are like, when are you and Donald making Dr. Acula? I really think we should make it, but make it a animated cartoon or animated stop motion animated uh movie and we do the voices of the characters. that's a that's a great idea you know you know people always ask us to do about doing some sort of scrubs thing now and you know what would be the the easiest thing not easiest in terms of getting it made but the easiest would be an animated thing yeah an animated series version. because everyone everyone would of course lend their voice Mm -hmm. And I don't know who the fuck's going to write it, but I mean, like, it wouldn't have to, we wouldn't have to all figure out schedules and how to get it together. But that would be, that would be cool. Like, a, well, yeah, a, it would be dope. Like, think about it. There's Clone High. There's, uh, I, what name was, I mean, back in the day when we were kids, 
sitcoms did actually become cartoons on Saturday. Like there was Punky Brewster, uh, there was Steve right. Urkel, there was right. a bunch of those. It would be really cool, actually, for Scrubs to become a sitcom animated show. I personally, you know me, and you all who listen to to the podcast know that I would prefer it to be stop motion. I think that would be a really cool Right, but isn't that look. so much more expensive to do stop motion? No, not necessarily. It's all it all costs money. No matter how you look at it, it all takes right, time. Right, but I'm saying compared to 2D animation um isn't stop motion a lot more expensive to make? I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Oh, because, I thought you might because you're so into the. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much. I don't know how much Raya. Those are all two D animated uh, shows. I mean, movies and stuff like that. And I imagine that, you know, having animators, period, paying animators long hours, it still takes years to make. I don't. I I can't answer that question. Joel, can you see if you can find an answer to that? I've I never know the answer. Like. Is it, I would just assume in my head when I watch the stop motion videos of them doing it, like, oh my god, all, the man. But it all takes time. It all takes time. That's the thing, though, and it all takes. I'm man just power. curious. I'm just curious. Like one person in CG animation doesn't do everything. They do one thing, and then another person does the shadowing, and then another person does the coloring, and then know. you know what I mean. I'm just, just curious. Like, like if you, I'm curious to know the answer. If which one in general costs more, and Joel's going to find out the answer. Um, there's a random moment. Um, who gave her a shade remote? I didn't know we had shade remotes. <laughs> I don't know where that comes out. Um, oh no! So then, this is really funny. When I when when I when I'm telling you guys about, I, first of all, I, I suck the blood out of the the you know the pa- the female patient, and then I spit it into the test tube. Right. And that's a fantasy. And then we pop, and I'm telling you guys in the cafeteria about my, my screenplay, and you guys are so geeked out about it. Donald, you're really into it. You're ready to star. Yeah. Yeah. And, then I, and then I go, and then, and then I, I, you see the Dr. Ocula with the period come up on the screen, and I'm like, you take that period, you get it out of there, you squish it together, it says Dracula. <laughs> and then you're like, that's an awesome ending. And I go, thank you for telling me what I already know, Turk. <laughs> you know, you know, um I just realized something. JD wrote Dr. Acula. It's yeah. his story. It's his story. And he keeps yeah. trying to get it made. Well, when this continues, the joke, we 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 keep trying to find moments to 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 make it in the hospital. Right. That's when you or with the wig. Yeah, with that wig moment that is so funny. <laughs> When you the camera comes, that's straight out of Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, you know that the camera the camera falls over, and now I'm wearing the wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, yeah, so my other idea. Freeze. My other idea. I pitched to Bill. I know I mentioned it on here, but my my idea for a Scrubs movie was that somehow we come we come into money, like a patient leaves us money or something, and we and we use that money to. To finally make Dr. Acula. That'd be fucking hilarious. A live action version? <laughs> yeah. A live action version of Dr. Acula. Would it have like crazy special effects? Like real explosions and special effects? Sure. I don't know. I just I just know that the fans, anytime you talk about this stuff, they go, and when are you like if I'm if I have ever like post a picture of me like on a set, they're like, please tell me it's Dr. Acula. <laughs> <laughs> 
Imagine if, I post, if we made. If I post a picture, <laughs> if I post a picture of me like behind a movie camera, everyone, people, somebody will be like, finally making Acula, huh? Imagine if we really made Doctor Acula and we went all out, balls out, and fucking like Black Widowed that bad boy, like be straight up, like. With the uber duper special effects. We should call Kevin Feige and be like, listen. And be I like, yo, we got it. I know it's not a Marvel property, but we have an idea for you. We got a bad guy for Blade. We got the bad guy for Blade. It's Dr. Acula. Played by two actors, Donald Faison and Zach Braff. Uh, what is Joel saying here? So basically Missing Link, which is a movie like it did that's stop motion, that had a budget of $102.3 million. And then Over the Moon, which is a CGI movie that came out the same year for Netflix... Uh, was forty four million dollars. That's budget. different. That's different though. But the like, same level it, of talent. What about uh? Not nah, just look at uh look at Pixar. What Pixar costs, and look at what. Do uh, Toy Story four budget? Yeah. Look well, at, that doesn't count because of everyone's salaries on like a. On no, a, well, this that movie true. had that movie had Zach Galifianakis. The one I'm the one she's talking about had Zach Galifianakis. Zoe, no, but it's but it's by 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 the time you're paying Saldan. Tom. Imagine what Tom Hanks is being paid in the fourth version of Toy Story. You got to okay, so, got to do okay. apples to apples. Okay, so let's do Raya and the Last Dragon then. Okay. Which is a couple of years later. That's a good. That's a good barometer. All right, so brain freeze. Hundred million. Oh wow! So still. Mm-hmm. There it is. So stop motion costs more. Yes. Yes, I got it. Um, Donald. Your brain, brain freeze. Your brain freeze scream is very funny. It's very real. Have you ever had brain freeze? Of I hate brain have. freeze. I get it all the time. I hate it. Everyone has brain freeze. I you hate know what it. the funny things about brain freeze is? While you're screaming in agony, you're still scooping up the next bite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody really hates brain freeze that much. You know what you're supposed to do? By the way, here's a tip from a fake doctor. You're supposed to um, press your tongue on uh, to the roof of your mouth. Right, Dan? Very wise. Mm-hmm. You're not. I have heard that. Mm-hmm. But do you know why? Uh, I assume because your tongue is warm and it's going to heat up the cold spot. Right. Well, yeah, because that's where your brain freezes. Your brain freezes when your tongue hits, when the cold hits the roof of your mouth. Yeah, what a weird human defect. Yeah. So, look, we pretty much went through all the show. Do we got no. a caller or anything like that? Why are you we rushing didn't? shit? Calm down. Okay, yes, we do I'm have sorry. a caller. Um, okay. Let's, you're, you're, you're okay, what did I skip? Jambalaya. <laughs> that shit was hilarious he goes how old do you think i am uh, and i'm like change the subject you and eden should come over for some jambalaya and he goes oh it would be good to get her out of the house and i'm like change the subject back you're 78 sir you think i'm that old jambalaya <laughs> <laughs> that's funny right that was very funny and then he admits he admits that he um he trolls from trolls, all yeah. ass. He trolls Brookstone. Yeah, Brookstone. He, ha- he hangs out at Brookstone. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah, know if there yeah, still yeah. are Brookstones. But... Yeah, they, I don't know if they exist either. I don't know if they exist still either. hanging in there. I used to love Brookstone. Hell yeah, man. And the Sharper Image. When I was a kid, if you went into the Sharper Image, I just thought it was the coolest place in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I would get the Sharper Image catalog, right? And I'd have my little bo- bottom... Um, I'm taking a toosie and I and I just I put the catalog out on my lap and I turn and my thing on, and I would listen I was I'd be so excited I'd like wait for the this it was like a I wait for the catalog to do this poo and then I I on each page I'd be like okay I could pick one thing I'd pick this okay next page fold it over okay if I could pick one thing I would pick this and I would play that game uh, uh, with myself 
when we listen back to this, I want you to listen to how you set that story up. <laughs> I just want you to listen to how you... I'm just telling you how geeked I was. Like, when it was a sharper image catalog day uh, and I had a poo, it was very exciting. I would, like, I remember, fold, yeah, down the, I'd like you, fold down the corners, being like, one day I'm going to get that massage chair. Do you want to know when I realized Star Wars was, like, a big deal for me? When yeah. somebody came over and was like, wow, man, you got Star Wars in your bathroom. Like, I literally had Star Wars books because I thought it was oh, yeah. cool for people when they came over and they were taking oh, twoozies. That was for your guests, so they could they peruse could read, your... Yeah. They could, you know what I mean? And I had it lined up in, you know, in series, order, all of these comic oh, books and everything like so that. So that people were going to spend a long time in your bathroom. Well, if they, you know, if Do you think it's weird to lay out reading materials for guests in the guest bathroom? I mean, I think now that we know about hygiene, like uh, uh, COVID hygiene and stuff like that, I think it's weird because, you know, wiping your ass and stuff like that. I know, but when your guests are coming over, like, I'm talking about like, I have this little like half bath for for guests, right? Now I have some reading materials in there that are just like, hey, you know, hey, take a look at this book. But sometimes I'm like, is that weird? Because I'm telling them like, you know, don't just have a quick poo. Like, no, stay a while. Read. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like everybody has phones now, so I can't imagine right. myself being. Let me just pick up this book, like I'm right. Just, I'm just but if it's a comic book, you might pick it up. Like that's what that's, in a that was. Bathroom? That was my know. whole angle. My angle was I put comic books in here so that when okay. they come in, they can look at pictures, and you know, poop. I bet there's so much less reading uh, on the toilet now that people have phones. Like people just read their phone. Joel's right; they don't pick up a nice, a nice book. That you left out for your guests? Well, no, because hygiene now also suggests that that's not really the best idea. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a piece of fishing line on the book and see if it breaks. <laughs> I'm going to see if anyone has picked it up. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hide a piece of fishing line to the, to the reading materials that I've set out and see if anyone picks them up. Um, the janitor is finally so thrilled to be included in the photo that he hugs Carla. Yes. He's, he's so tired of being left out. Yes. So who says this great line? Never make assumptions based on your own perceptions. I think that's a Cox line. If yeah, I it is. It's, to, it's him to me because I've made an assumption based on my perception of her age that she's ready to go. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm not ready to go. I'm ready to fight this fucking thing. And uh, I think that's very good uh, Scrubs life advice for Earth. Mm-hmm. Never make assumptions based on your own perceptions. Think how many times you've gone down the road in your head making up these elaborate stories of what might be and none of it is true it's just shit you're making up in your head it's very hard to live by that when you have so many distractions like facebook and instagram and twitter i know i'm just saying that like you you we we we, something happens we all make up an elaborate story of what we thought that that meant and then of course when it's disproven and you get all anxious in in your head and depressed and pissed off and then of course later 99% 99% of the times it's disproven and it's not that. And then you just move on to the next thing. You don't ever teach your brain to be like, hey, remember that day you spent stressed because you thought someone was ignoring you when they actually didn't see you? It's like we don't, uh, we, we don't learn. You know, we, I, I, mean, I guess I'm saying I shouldn't be saying a universal we. I'm saying I. I, I, I find that I you know, make, make assumptions based on my perceptions. Same boat. Mm. 
life would be so much easier if we could stop ourselves from doing that because we suffer so much from things that we make up in our head that aren't have any basis in reality. Challenge to shake your own perception that like literally shake the way you view the world. We're also given so many views of how the world should be for us. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're, you know, you open up your, you open up your phone, you turn on the TV. I'm not talking news, like sitcoms, whatever it is, uh, fantasy shows, whatever it is. There's so many things out there that are like so opposite of what you're trying to do. Like if you're trying to just be like, all right, if everything out there doesn't exist, well, it does exist, but if everything out there, my perception of what's out there isn't exactly accurate because I don't know what's out there, but yet I'm giving all of this, given all of this false information from, I hate to say it, but from media, like whether it be, you know, Instagram, whether it be television, whether it be, you know, uh, whatever, whether it be your favorite, uh, I don't know. I don't know why today I'm such a, I'm a hater today. I'm like a hater on <laughs> yeah, everything. You're in today, a weird dude. mood today. I think we can all agree that you're in a weird mood. That's what I'm talking about. All right. But like, all I, was no, saying, but I wasn't saying, I, 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 maybe I was misunderstood. I wasn't saying related to our perceptions of, of the media. I, just to use a quick example, just made up out of the blue. You see a friend and they uh, and you wave to them and they ignore you. Okay, now you might spend if you're neurotic and like me, you might spend all day going, "What the fuck did I do to Paul? Why is Paul mad at me? Fucking hell! I bet it's cause, oh, I bet he's mad because of this, this." And I suffer all day long. And then later, I run into Paul and I go, "Did I upset you?" And he's like, "What are you talking about? I didn't see you at the grocery store. What are you talking about?" Now, I spent the whole day anxious about what I did to Paul. I'm just talking about that level of shit. That's what Got I mean. Got it. Understood. And I think that, I think it's other people suffer from this. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's, it, and we just go from one thing to the other. Is that hard to shake? Hard mm. to Uh, the show ends. I with wish a, I got to pull a bong hit. That that's a fucking rip. It's a big rip. Right yeah, I let the that whole thing play. That is a fucking holy cow, dude. You don't smoke it through a glass tube, do you? You just uh, roll it in papers. No, I smoke it through a glass tube. So you're back on that ganja, huh? You know, I decided today that I was going to get off of it. Actually. All right. Good. I decided to do the save it for. This. You can't do special occasions. You're not capable of that. No, I'm not capable of. Uh, Every once in a while, is yeah, what I've learned. Well, that's good and to I, admit to yourself. It's the truth, uh, and so because of that, I've uh, my wife's going to be very happy about this. I, I'm mm -hmm. going to go. I'm going to do the. I'm going to go for another streak. I'm of the school. You ready? Yeah. If you if one is incapable of not um, doing something occasionally, that they probably shouldn't do it. Then I have, then there's so many things in life that I can't do. What if are that's you, the case. What are you incapable of doing occasionally? You want the honest to goodness truth? I know sex, but that's, that's, <laughs> you, you love sex. We all know that. Besides sex. Um, I love toys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things that could be harmful to your body, not toys. Oh, well, shit. Weed, sex. That's it. Yeah. All right, weed and sex. Well, you don't have to give up sex because your wife enjoys um, sex with you. 
think I need Zach, to give I a, love you. I what? think I need, I'm fucking kill. <laughs> Should we bring the guests in? Um, let's do it. Let's take a quick break. I am going to pee urine through my no, urethra. No, they don't need to know that. They don't no, need what's going to gonna happen is my urine is going to be pushed through my urethra, and it's going to end up in a bowl of water. And we'll be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. You like that new Ed Sheeran song? I haven't really Ooh. listened to it. It's very hooky. So uh, I'm not a big. Are you a radio listener, Daniel, or are you a? I have my iPod and I found some songs on a. You know what I mean? Like, how do you do it? Uh, Spotify. Pretty much Spotify. exclusively. Like I mostly listen when I'm at my computer. When I'm in the car, I'm either listening to podcasts or I'm listening to Spotify. ZB? Yes, yeah. I put on a I, I vacillate between like lithium on Sirius 
um, which is like 90s grunge. And then I listen to like, um, there's this channel called Spectrum. I listen to a lot of news when I'm in the car. But I also play Hits 1, which is like whatever the latest pop song, top 40 pop songs of the week. Mm. And that's, so where, that's, I how hear, you that's where I hear the new joints. Well, I'm also friends with Ed, so I like to hear what he's up to. He sent, he sent it to you before it came out? No, but I emailed with him and said, this is very hooky and great. Congrats. When are you coming to L.A.? Mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily got hooked on that song yet. This it's very hooky. You're going to love it. We, I, we've listened to it a couple of times. It's, you know, I'm, it doesn't even sound like him, I feel like. Well, he also then put out an acoustic version of it, which is, sounds way more like him. It's yeah, it sounds like a dance track, but yeah. you know, it's summer. You need a bop, right, Joel? You need Don't a the bop. kids like a summer bop. You Everybody need a bop. loves summer bop. Ooh, I just love right. Ed Sheeran, to be honest yeah. with you, man. I like Ed Sheeran, and I like summer bops. All right, let's bring in the guests. Let's see what Joel has planned for us today. We got a caller. Who gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Steven and Trina. Go! Hello, Steven and Trina. How are you? Hello, Zach. Good to see you. Good Hello. to hear from you. Welcome to the program. That's Donald Faison, the Joel Monique, and everyone's favorite DJ, DJ Daniel, who streams on Twitch, and you can throw money at him. Um, <laughs> And Big he coins. will, if it's the right amount of money, he will take you private. And twerk and, it out. And he will twerk while he plays Tetris. Um, Nailed he, it. <laughs> he, he looks like the kind of guy I can throw a few bucks at, for sure. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah, the beard's banging. I see it. I Daniel, see it. I would, I would, I would uh, watch you do anything on Twitch. I know that you play video games, but I would watch you do anything. You Come by. Yet, Zach. Wednesday, Friday, yet. Sunday. Oh, well, I'm there, baby. Donald. Can we pitch things for you to do? <laughs> sure. Yeah, he said he would do it if we make it rain for him. We I'll make, make it rain. I'll make it rain. You don't even rain. need to make it. Look, let's not. We don't. We don't need to put a monetary incentive behind it. You can just no, tell I'll, me. No, I will. I, I will legit make it rain. But I want you to do something. We that have I to find set a date because we're pre-recording a lot of these episodes, and I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people that want to be on the day that we decide. Wednesday, to go on Friday, day. Sunday. Every yeah, but it has to be like Wednesday the what or. Friday the what? All right, you know Joel, what I mean? we need to plan a date in advance that we can tell everyone. And then, Daniel, I feel like if I'm going to watch a Twitch stream, if mm-hmm. I'm going to make it rain, I don't want to watch the thing that you're doing because I don't care about the games. <laughs> I want to watch you do something I like. <laughs> All right, no problem. Daniel's a we'll great cook. Daniel, make us something on Twitch. Daniel said what? no. So, so he's going to be performing West Side Story, basically, Zach, right? There you go. Yes, yes. Daniel, not West Side Story, but um, if you could perform a one-man show of Dear Evan Hansen or Wicked. Oh, my <laughs> That'd be word. Good too. Oh, not word? West Side Story, just Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> now he said Wicked. He said Wicked. We're holding on that one. By the way, Joelle, you got tickets today. Still, you told me to see uh, Barellis announced she's going. She's bringing back waitress and going to star in herself. What date did you get? I'll go with I you. I woke up. It happening on my birthday. Wow. Which is October 1st. And Woo. I was like, that is too serendipitous for me to be here when the tickets are on sale. So I had to wait in line for an hour virtually. And I got in and I got great se- seats in like the orchestra section. I'm so excited. It's going to be the Joelle, best. Joelle, I'm going to go too because yes, I'm so that, excited about here's the Here's the only problem with her doing that thing. I'd be, in the, I'd be in the audience and I'd be like, do love song. 
No. No, you do love songs. That's very Imagine what you're in. What about the people that? What about when the people came to see your play? You think they're yelling, "Do Clueless"? Yeah. (laughs) They're like, "Clueless just did that monologue. It was funny." Clueless killed that monologue. (laughs) What's up, Clueless? (laughs) Clueless. There's actually a moment in that in the play that I did where we do break the fourth wall and we jump into the audience. And really? take yeah, take a uh take oh, I hate that. a oh, but it's Steve Martin, you love it. I know, but I hate audience participation. I always Oh, get but so it's anxious. Steve Martin, you love it. Don't say I that. don't want to be picked up Thank on stage. But I'm but Thanks I'm, for I'm, making I'm, me feel welcome, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What did I do? You said you hate audience participation. Oh no, that's different. I love guests and I love our friends and fans of the show. I'm just saying I whenever I'm in a play and they start coming into the audience and interacting with the with the audience, I'm always like, oh no. Oh no! Yes, you get a little nervous. Like don't I like like I remember when I was a kid and I saw cats and they were like sitting on your lap and I was like I don't want that cat to sit on my lap. Ready? No, because it wasn't a cat. I don't want that. I don't want that freaking sweaty dancer to sit on my lap. Sweaty dancer with their phallic tail. (laughs) Costume looks like it hasn't been washed since '84. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like audience participation. They There's lied. A show I saw. That show I... lied, man. That show lied, and it lied. <laughs> now and forever at the Winter Garden Theater, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if you love that show, but I'm going to say something I don't normally ever say bad about theater. Drum roll. It's not a good show. <laughs> it's a, Was it it's, a good movie? It's. I didn't make it through the movie, but it's like it's poetry about cats. It's poetry about cats, which if you love cats is your jam. But it turns out it wasn't my jam. Oh, sorry, Trina, do you love cats? I'm a crazy cat lady. Okay, so do you yes. love Cats the musical? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just proved my point. You just proved my point. You're a crazy cat lady. Okay, this, this thing is made for you. Someone clearly went, Andrew Lloyd Webber clearly went, oh my God, people love cats. What about a musical based on, on cat poetry? And yeah, they couldn't yeah. get Trina. <laughs> it's crazy. And I'm a, I'm a crazy cat lady, so. All right, good. Well, you know, there was a lot of debate um, in when they made the Cats movie. I don't know if you guys know this, but when they originally did the, the uh, computer effects, they, they gave the cats assholes. Because yes, a, why yeah. did they take that out? Well, why they decided when they saw it that out? it was really distracting to see all the the, the assholes. So that would have been. So the... then they digitally had to go back and remove all the assholes. And then I saw and someone was someone on Twitter was like, "Release the asshole cut." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who so thought bad. of that? That's my question. Oh, Who thought yeah. of that? I just can't imagine. They must have went to a te- all these things are tested. They must have gone to a test audience, and someone was like, "Okay, don't get me wrong. I love cats. I love poetry. Those fake assholes are really bumming me out." <laughs> well, I can I can throw a a, a random thought for you, and Donald may uh, catch on to this a little bit more. I grew up in the great state of Kentucky, and the Kentucky mascot um, used to have a tongue in his mouth. Um, if you look at it today, there's no tongue in the U- University of Kentucky mascot because if you look at it, it um, looks very phallic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. So he had tongue. Wow. It had dick tongue? Yeah. Yes. They corrected it had the dick, dick tongue. tongue. Dick <laughs> tongue. So you've heard of twat ears. We now know of dick tongue. Yes. It, so there, there's some interesting folks out there, I guess, that, that see a bunch of dick tongue. Well, <laughs> 
well, enough people saw Dick Tongue to be like, no, we got to no, take enough. out his tongue. That's we got we to change that. So <laughs> apparently, apparently, like the Little Mermaid the on the VHS uh, back in the day. I don't know if this is true or not because I had the VHS. But mm-hmm. then when I found this out, I didn't have the I had. You know, CDs it's and true, DVD. It's he drew a penis. He drew a penis as the castle. It's true. Yeah. Drew yeah. a penis as the castle. I he had drew this a penis hang- as the castle. I had a. I had this. <laughs> <laughs> what did he start to sound like? Brian? I sound no, like that Brian was Bellos. you just now. You're like you're like yeah. He drew a he penis, drew a penis, as, penis the as the castle. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Daniel, we need that on the soundboard, please. Oh, gotcha. I hope you're keeping a list of these. Oh yeah, we got. I just thought that. I just thought that was outrageously. Like, how mad do you have to be to be like, I'm going to make it so that when kids look at the cover of this, <laughs> they think of dick. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like, um, Do you remember that camel, the camel, uh, animated camel for camel cigarettes when we were growing up? Yeah, it was penis so face. clearly a, a cock and balls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, it was undeniable. If you look at the Joe Camel animated character, his face is a giant cock and balls. Yes. Just I'm made sorry. you want to smoke it, right? Trina, Trina, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this in front of you. I, Joelle's used and to Joelle. our foul language. I'm, I'm here. I'm familiar. I don't have to apologize, Joelle. She's, 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 she knows. Respect our queen. Respect the queen. Um, oh, by the way, um, I want to say something. Sorry, Stephen and Trina, you're going to have your moment. But I, I, the T-shirt we put out with all the names on it, I kind of fucked up because I answered the question, who should be on the T-shirt, like, very late at night. And... I want you to know that I took everyone's constructive criticism. And when I say constructive, I mean everyone screaming at me. Um, and I fixed the T-shirt. So now it includes Ted. It includes Jordan. And I changed it from Todd to the Todd. So if you were someone who already bought it, like I think how many people, like 500 people bought yeah. you're going to have a very limited edition shirt. <laughs> that doesn't. Uh, you got it? Uh, you got it, uh, Steven? Uh, no, but, uh, I, I should have invested. Oh, anyway, my, my point is those, yeah. that was a limited edition. Those are gone. And now <laughs> I, I corrected. Email your address, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, now we have a fixed shirt. Anyway, they're on uh, Cotton Bureau. You go to cottonbureau.com and just look up fake doctors, real friends, and you'll see, uh, the shirts. All right, guys, you have a question That's for awesome. us. Yeah. Uh, the first question I wanted to throw out at you was, um, you, you know, a lot of times, uh, if you're just sad, upset, in a in a terrible mood, um, what's kind of your your go to or one or two go to movies or TV shows that you can just watch over and over again, laugh and be in a good mood? Donald, that's a good question for you. Um, I like try. I like movies uh, when I'm feeling down and out that are. Uh, where the character kind of feels like I feel, but is triumphant in, in the end. Triumphant mm, okay. in the end, I should yeah. say. And so movies, like growing up, I was a huge fan of Can't Buy Me Love. And, oh. uh, you know, like rom-coms are great for when you're in your, fe- for me personally, mm-hmm. when you're in your feelings and you want to, you know, you want to still go through the emotions, but at the end of it, you want to feel love. Uh, so... For me, a good rom-com is always great when I am in a bad mood. Absolutely. Um, I usually just try to lean to comedy, you know, half-hour comedy. Um, I've been, uh, yeah, something that'll make me laugh. I watched, um, I've been watching the second season of Dave lately. 
hilarious. Mm. Oh, yeah. Really fucking bizarre and weird, but funny. Um, yeah, I tend to I tend to seek out comedic things. I think to cheer me up. Yep, abs- absolutely. The other thing is um, with how music is kind of so important in Scrubs and yeah. just kind of evoking the emotions. And uh, you're in Donald's just absolute love for for music. Um, music can bring you to that 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 moment in that place like few other things I think can. And so my question is is um, what song and if and if you care to share the memory, um, you know what what's the key memory that a uh, you know what's the song that invokes the key memory and uh, if you care to share it, you know what the memory is. Okay, so for me, it's not my memory. It's uh, well, it is my memory, but it it's not my emotion that well, I don't know how to explain it. Um, in Family Ties, it was the first time that I realized where I felt the angst for another character, and it was when Alex P. Keaton's girlfriend left for the first time, and he's writing mm-hmm. a letter to her at the kitchen table, and the music that's playing in the background, I think, is "What did you think?" You think? I would, do I would do at this, at this moment. moment. Right. And I that was like the first time that I felt the the you know that you know the you know I had I'd never felt love before when that came out. I had never felt, mm. you know, uh well I felt love for my parents, but I'd never felt like love for a another yeah, like a romantic love before. But <clears throat> through that I felt it like really for the first time through that moment. Uh, and so I, I, you know, that's one that it's not my emotion. I mean, it's, it was sparked by someone else's moment, but it still resonated in me. Did you mean Steven specifically in, in a a piece of film or TV? Not necessarily just, just music in general. Oh yeah. Um, cause when I thought about it, I, I thought about, um, fool in the rain with Led Zeppelin, which is, uh, the song that we left and walked back down the aisle after our wedding, kind of our, our song. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Kind of brings me back to that memory and that, you know, goofy conversation on, because we got married on the beach afterwards. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, how far are we supposed to walk? <laughs> what, are we, what are we supposed <laughs> to do here? Now where do we go? <laughs> we didn't do this in rehearsal very well. How far did um, you walk? Did you walk? Did you make walking. it to the ocean? Did you make yeah, it to the ocean? Yes. And we we kept on going. Uh, threw her up in my arms, and uh, we 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 just kept on walking for a while. Right so what, where 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 do you you said you you're in you were in Kentucky or you are still? Um, we were I, we we are um just south part of Atlanta. That's so we're, we're in Georgia. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm coming there on ATL. Wednesday. I'm coming to the ATL. I haven't flown in so long. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna suit up and come on a plane. Donald, nice. you've flown yeah. to Atlanta. How long's the flight? Four hour flight, four and a half hour flight from LA. Yeah, about that. Yeah. And Get yourself a movie to watch. They call it Hot Lana. <laughs> yes, it's hot. It's very hot right now. It's hot in LA right now. It's LA right now. Yes. <laughs> I like it though. People complain about it, but I like it. I love you it. You like that heat? You like you oh, like I'd that much heat? rather be hot Absolutely. than cold any any day. Absolutely no doubt. No doubt. Mm. <laughs> that cold can kiss it. What Absolutely. did you think? I, I, my answer to your question, I was because I was going to answer like Donald, like what song? I, and I've said this before. I'm sorry to be a broken record, but the Sia song uh, that ends Six Feet Under, Breathe Me. Mm-hmm. 
I just heard I heard in the gym the other day, and I, it like instantly brought me back to all the emotions I had with that beautiful series ending. And um, and people think say that I'm decent at placing music. I, I think that's one of the best placed pieces of music in a in a show. Mm-hmm. This is so perfect and so moving to me. Okay, that's and cool. then uh, there's one song that makes me cry no matter when it comes on, no matter what. I don't know why. Wait, I know what it is. What you trying to get into? <laughs> what they're shown? What oh, you trying to do? Right. There can be miracles yes. when you believe. Zach still hasn't seen this movie. He doesn't know. No hope is frail. Is this the Phil Collins uh, Tarzan movie? No, this is Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey in uh, The Prince of Egypt, an animated film. DreamWorks' oh. first animated film you from 1988. You can when you believe, somehow you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, it's time for South Atlanta's favorite segment. It's time to fix your life. Go ahead, guys. How can we help you in any way? We are your free coaches today. Well, fantastic. Um, as I as I kind of wrote in. Um, March of uh, 2020, we um, actually adopted or in the process of adopting two children. We um, we got a call in January um, and 48 hours later, our son had come up from college. We have an adult son and we were on our way up to Virginia, about a 12 hour drive to go meet the young man that we found out was uh, was available for for an adoption. And um, we met him, his uh, birth mother, and his uh, sister as well. And instantly, we just we just knew it was absolutely right. Sorry, and, how old was uh, the how old was the child? Um, Abdul had just turned five years old, okay. and his little sister was um, still three, about to be four, actually. Um, and. So we we met and we kind of started the process and uh, their their birth mother then suggested or kind of threw it out there of would you like to uh, would you like to have Asha come live with you as well temporarily temporarily you know kind of thing and we kind of mm-hmm. understood that it was going to grow into uh, keeping the children together and in, in a brother sister adoption and that's exactly what happened and. Of course, there's a, you know, there, there's a pretty long story and all kinds of details, but, um, you know, that's right when the pandemic and shutdown hit and everything, which was a blessing and um, some challenges at the same time. And, um, you know, but it gave us a chance to bond and, and grow as a family. And um, our son, Abdul, is, um, we found out and, you know, we, we went through the testing process, but um, he is actually um, on the autism spectrum. And he's, um, you know, he's he's relatively high functioning, um, and he's, you know, been able to be a part of the neurotypical classroom and all that fun stuff. But it has presented some some craziness and some some fun and challenges. But we've also have a fantastic network of people around us um, and um, some groups through our church and just various things um, that that have particularly helped with with that. But Specifically, what we wanted to kind of throw out at you guys and uh, knowing a little bit about Donald's background, um, the reason I kind of reached out is we are, um, you know, white Caucasian parents. 
and both of our children are of mixed ethnicity. They um, are African-American and um, Hispanic and Middle Eastern. And so I wanted to kind of throw out some thoughts about um, blended families as far as ethnicity goes, um, maybe some thoughts or challenges that have, that have gone on there. And kind of the, the second part is, um, you know, with the world that's, um, that's kind of gone on, you know, well, I mean, America's always had trouble with, with racial and, and ethnic, ethnical relations, but of course it's been, um, magnified in our eyes, um, over the last year and a half, just becoming aware in a different way. And, um, you know, just as, as white parents, you know, being able to not just um, love our children wholeheartedly and completely just like we would with every child, but also understanding, you know, what does it mean to be, um, you know, what does it mean to be black in America today? And how can we help them see that experience? How can we best Honor them, I guess yeah. is the best wow. way to say it. Wow. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Have you tried the new Target Circle? It's the same program you know and love, now with automatic deals. Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. And try the new Target Circle 360. It's for the VIP Target shoppers. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash Circle card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. 
I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite. And together, you know how we do. We create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before Donald and uh, and Joelle answer that, Better uh, than uh, than Dale and I think I could. I just wanted to say it's it's so impressive uh, what you've taken on adopting two children who who really needed a family. Especially now you learn that your son has special needs. Uh, it's 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 a real testament to to the kind of people you are. And uh, I, I I I had tears in my eyes just listening to you talk. Oh. And so I. I'm, on behalf of I'm sure so many people that are listening, uh, it's it's beautiful that you've done what you've done and uh, saved lives, uh, maybe figuratively, but maybe literally. Who knows? But I, I just think it's really I think it's beautiful what you've done, um, and and also not to plug my movie, but this is, <laughs> in, a, in a comedic way, in a comedic way, this is what Cheaper by the Dozens about. Gabrielle Union and I are a black and white couple, and and I don't you know know anything about having black children and. And she's got an ex-husband who's who's wants the kids to be raised around their, him, but he's never around. Anyway, you're gonna love the movie when it comes out. Um, awesome. But yeah. Donald and awesome. Joelle, what would you what do you do? You have any thoughts for them? How would you speak to how well, how does a pair of Caucasian parents make sure that a, a mixed race uh, child is 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 getting exposed to the right things that they should be exposed to? The great thing is is that whereas in the past there weren't great examples, there are a lot of great examples of. Uh, Zach just mentioned one, a cheaper by the dozen movie. There's a lot of examples of blended families. As far as the African-American experience right now, as much knowledge as you can give your son about his ancestors. Now, I don't mean his blood to his mom and stuff like that. I mean, like where he comes from. Mm-hmm. That's really important. How he got here. As long as he is given or she is given the truth about who they are, their blackness, all of, you know, as long as that is handed to them, they'll have so much power and so much knowledge to take out into the world with them. Mm-hmm. I think knowledge of self is very important. Of course. And I would assume yeah, find your cultural ways, heritage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would I would assume find ways in your community, whether it's through your church or to children's groups, whatever you can find that, that mm-hmm. put them around uh, other children that are like them. I don't know what your town is like, but make sure that they're around uh, other children of lots of different ethnicities. So they're not just growing up in a, in a super Caucasian environment you know, environment. Yeah. You know, I grew up in a very diverse community. I grew up in house kitchen, New York city, and it's, it wasn't just black people. There were uh, Spanish, Russian, Jewish, Muslim, you know, I mean, it just was like a it's melting everything. pot. It's right, it's, <laughs> it's everything, and I feel like I understand a lot of people, the people in my community, because we were all we were exposed to everything. You know what I mean? Everything. Sure. I got to see everything. I got to see 
Hanukkah with my friends or quinceanera with my other friend. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I got to experience different religions and different backgrounds. And so I think community building with the kids, I think that's a big, 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 big part of uh, creating confidence in them as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I have well said. Three, three real quick tips. Uh, one, make sure they have toys that look like them and then treat those <laughs> toys really well. You know, yes. um, I think that's really vital. Uh, they actually have mixed uh, uh, dolls, uh, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you seek them out. I, I only know because they were obviously props in, in our film. That I, I was of course. Like, oh, you know, sorry. Yeah. Draw. No, that's OK. Yeah. Uh, two, make sure they know that they're beautiful. Uh, a lot of black kids think they're ugly. It's really sad. There are tons of studies on this. Um, it, it seems a small thing, but it's really, really big. Um, and then three, I'm neurodivergent as well. So I can totally empathize. And I would say just be a total warrior when it comes to their teachers, particularly with your son. You know, I have a brother um, and it was just really a struggle for him in school. He was the only black kid in his class and sweetest kid ever. Um, But the community didn't know that. And it took them a really long time to figure that Mm -hmm. out. And it was really, really hard. Um, So just make sure the teacher knows that, you know, your children and that, you know, them. And that you're watching and you're aware uh, so that you can protect them when they're out in the world. Um, and then one last thing, finally, is just make sure they have um, adults of their same ethnicity engaging in their lives throughout. Because like Donald was saying, you know, community is really good. There's also so much that, you know, as like a young black kid uh, growing up in a white community, I didn't know until I got older about just like how other black people engage with each other and things like that that would have been really great to know what is a black nod and why is it happening and why is it important that i reciprocate that black nod what does that mean so um and there's just things that you won't be able to teach them about that culture and so yeah you know just those things i think obviously you've already given them so much love and i think that's the very first step I can't sit here and be like, and make sure it comes from love because it's clear that you love your yeah. children. It's already, oh my gosh. you know what I mean? More so than you have any idea. <laughs> well, that's, that, you know, you're starting from an amazing place. By the way, even the, the idea to ask the question and not just say, you know, I think it's just so important that you came on. I mean, not that we're specialists, but that, that you're asking, and I'm sure you're asking true specialists too, but even the sure. fact that you're engaging in, in wanting to do this, I think is a great step. And, and you'll continue to find resources, I'm sure, in your community and, and I'm sure online that can, that can help. Sure. No, absolutely. I think the, the, the big word is the community word that seems to kind of come through over and over again. Um, and I, I definitely appreciate the perspectives um, because some, sometimes when you ask questions, uh, and I appreciate your, your, um, your confidence building or your reassurance with saying that, Zach, but sometimes when you ask questions, um, you want to make sure you don't want to be offensive when you ask a question. Does that make sense? Uh, Yes, Mm -hmm. of course. But also, you know, we have a warped perspective. Oh, well, I should say, I can't speak for all. I can speak for Donald and I, we we have a warped perspective because we've spent our lives in New York city and Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that we often have to, you know, recalibrate for, I have no idea what South Atlanta is like, but you know what I mean? Like I listen from the point of view of growing up in North Jersey, which is a lot like New York and, and LA and Chicago where I went to school. So I I have to always go, 
I have no idea what your community is like. And so if you're, if, if for example, you're in an all white community or predominantly white community, it would be super important for you like to maybe find a, a, a an African-American mentor, older teenager that could be in his or her life or, you know, something like that. Or if it just happens naturally at church, that's great. But, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, community. Absolutely. It really, it, it, at the end of the day, it really is, you know what I mean? And, in, you know, uh, when your child's older and, goes to college and or goes out in life and everything like that. When it's bait, when you have a very strong foundation, you guys know this, everybody knows this. When you have a great strong, strong foundation, it's easy to thrive regardless mm -hmm. of your, it's, I should say it's easier to strive regardless of your, uh, regardless of your background because you have people that are there to support Absolutely. you with support a lot Absolutely. with, with real support, a lot, of uh, a lot of hurdles and and uh, obstacles can be tackled and or removed. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to shift it back to a comedic tone. Um, Absolutely, you no, guys. I appreciate you guys, you guys are incredible. Yo, you a dick, man. Straight up, <laughs> you a dick tongue. You dick. Yo, Don't dick tongue, dick tongue, <laughs> yo, dick tongue, dick tongue, yo. Oh, my God. All right. On that note, um, from live from 20 years in dick tongue. Um, <laughs> um, listen, they would make like a great couple. Let's 20 years in dick tongue? Yeah, yeah they would. Great couple. Great yeah. couple. A lot of nice kisses in that ear. Listen, yeah, we love you guys. You're incredible people. And uh, thank you for being you just restored, you single-handedly restored my faith in humanity. Oh. Well. What, Trina, gonna, you're, Trina, you're gonna keep, Trina, don't cancel um, it out because. She's about uh, to be like, and Trina's about to be like. No, 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 no. Um, I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but you had said something about Stephen and I. I'm going to tell you right now that is, these little people coming into our lives has been truly the most humbling experience of my personal life. And I cannot be more grateful for Absolutely. For what, what these guys have taught us. Um, and I, I am so damn grateful to be a part of their journey. Yeah. So, well, I, I I'm still allowed to say that you're a pretty incredible person if you don't. Mind. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. But <laughs> my, my point yeah. to you is I really feel like from our perspective, that's, that's how we feel. I mean, it's, I think that's beautiful, idea. but I also think from my perspective, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, two adults who raised an adult child who then had an epiphany that they were going to take on adopting young children, one of whom has is on the spectrum. And not only are you doing it well, obviously, with so much love, but you're like, how can we do it better? I just think you're incredible people. And, well, you. you know, sometimes you go on the interwebs and you're like, and you look at what's happening on earth and you think humanity is fucked. And then you meet Trina and Steven and you feel good again. Like, yo, did y'all see what happened in London and Italy and how London lost, but how the two black players missed the goals right. and how they're getting death threats and stuff right now? That yeah, shit's like, fucked up. Yeah, Crazy. like that. So let's not it think is. about that and think about how beautiful Steven and Trina are. Okay, my bad. My bad. Hey, we, we, we appreciate you Dick guys. lips, twat oh, ears. Oh, my God. Dick lips, oh twat ears. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm protesting, but I can't help. I can't but help. Dick tongue, I'm protesting, but I can't help hitting the clap noise. Dick tongue, twat ears. Thank you very much, guys, for having Hey, you're welcome. We appreciate it. Hey, you're, no, welcome. you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, guys. We'll see you 100 in the future. Be well. Be well. Thank you. Bye, bye guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.
What lovely people. I think that's the first time the guests were like, we yeah. want to get off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. I think, you know, <laughs> clearly they're church-going people, and you right. went into another round of dick <laughs> mouth <laughs> twat ears, and they're like, well, we're going to get going. <laughs> we're going to get going. We have church group. Right. <laughs> we don't want anybody to hear this. <laughs> If you could use they're gonna tell their friends. It. They're gonna tell their friends they're on the show, and they're no, like, they're not gonna oh. be. They're gonna be like, we, we didn't. It didn't happen. Their it real names happen. are probably Carl and Cindy. Right. <laughs> all right. Um, Dick tongue, twat ears. Uh, 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 all right. Listen, <laughs> we love you all. Be kind. Be kind. Be look at those people. They're. I'm not saying you have to take on what they took on and go adopt young children in need, but be nice to each other. Don't it's be, so be, easy to be don't nice. Don't be fucking mean. It's so easy to be kind. Right, Joelle? You tell them. Uh, yes. It's always easier to be kind. Even though I had nice. one of those days where I was a hater, at the end of the day, it just was so easy. It was so much easier to be don't kind. Don't spew hate, everybody. Don't and spew hate. And, and when you get the opportunity... Check out Zach's guns because he just flexed for us. Was that what no, that was? Not, they're not, was that what that was? They're not going to get the opportunity because this isn't on the interwebs, but... You gotta but, put the, you gotta put just the arm on the interwebs. No, well maybe maybe for you, Joelle. I'll slide into your DMs it. like your mom slid into mine. Whoa, Joelle, can Joelle. I respond to your mom with a with a bicep picture? <laughs> She'll be yes. very confused, but you can. Joelle, you he's can. he's got abs, yo. He's got like real deal Holyfield abs. Yeah, like I know, I only I, send them to Donald, but he so told me impressed. to stop because he he was feeling shifting movement. There was um, a little bit of movement, man, and it felt weird. <laughs> All right, listen, we love you. Be kind to each other. Here is the incredible Josh Radin with a beautiful song called These Photographs. You see where you plow As you drift from the path I hand you a robe and so it goes As you get out the car The way you read me No one can see me It's who you are These photographs Keep me alive Too long.
Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.